Hey guys, welcome to number 123 ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I am Chase Coburn, and today we are back with another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I know it is coming out late. Today, it was devastating. The Ravens, unfortunately, did get eliminated from the playoffs, and that is my favorite team. But you know what? I still got the Wizards to cheer for. And so in today's episode, we are going to be previewing the Wizards at Magic Game. I'd be recapping the Wizards at Bulls game, but we're going to start off with the preview just because that is going to come out. It's just coming out a little later. It's just that game is insane. Just needed some time to kind of you know, think that through. But let's get into this immediately. Thank you for getting 100 views this week. Really do appreciate it. Um, but, yeah, let's get into this because we're we doing 8,760 8, views this week. Uh, I mean, in the um, in the year. So, uh, in the year 2020, we really, really do appreciate it. But let's get into this. Woo, a lot, a lot to break down. Starting off with, again, we're going to do the – uh, the preview first, just because that game is coming up. Injuries for the Wizards. Thomas Bryant is out. Anthony Gill is out. Rui Hachimura is available, and same with Thomas Bertans. We are not sure of their timeline, and Montrose Harrell is out. Uh, for the Magic, Wendell Carter Jr. is out. Michael Carter-Williams is out. Markel Fultz is out. Jonathan Isaac is out. Robin Lopez is out. H1 Moore is out. And Jalen Sugg is out. They are definitely dealing with the injuries, and it's not even health and safety protocol. They don't have one player on health and safety protocol. It's just, uh, I mean, it's really just a, a lot of injuries for them to forget health and safety protocol, like actual, actual injuries. We're moving on to the probable starters. For the Wizards, it's Spencer Dimity, Bradley Bielka, Davis Colonel Pope, Kyle Kuzma, and Daniel Gafford to finally get to say it. That is a projected one. And for the Orlando Magic, it's Cole Anthony, Gary Harris, Chuma Okiki, Franz Wagner, and Mo Bamba now with all the injuries that they do have. Moving on to my prediction, I think the Wizards are going to get a 113-99 win in Orlando, starting with my Coburn's catch. I think the Wizards will win because of their ability to dominate on the bench. The Magic are missing a lot of players, and the Wizards are getting players back to help their depth. Even 10-day contract guys are coming back from health and safety protocol to help the depth as well. I think the Wizards will outscore the Magic by double digits in the bench points category and win the game, and that is what I do think is going to happen. Moving on to spread time. Wizards minus 7.5, Magic plus 7.5, over under 220.5. I would pick the Wizards, and I would pick the over. For my spread, I would have Wizards minus 9.5 because the injuries, Magic plus 9.5, over under. For the first time ever, I think I'm predicting the exact same thing. 220.5, I just think it's a perfect spread for this game. I personally have 222, so I, I think it's a pretty good spread. 220.5, so no, I would pick the over on that. As well, we're going to fantasy outlook. I have five players to predict. I think it's going to be a well-rounded game today. Daniel Gafford, forty to forty-five. Bradley Beal, forty to forty-five. Cole Anthony, thirty-five to forty. Spencer Dinwiddie, thirty to thirty-five. Kyle Kuzma, thirty to thirty-five. I don't think there's going to be one fantastic superstar tonight. It's going to be a lot of well-rounded. It's going to be a lot of good performances, but not that one amazing performance that everyone talks about. And I think, uh, and I think that's going to lead the Wizards to a win. Moving on to what punctuation do you put on that percentage? I'm going to give this percentage a period. 59.7% chance for the Wizards to win, according to ESPN, is very reasonable. Yeah, I think it's the reason why it's not higher is because the Wizards have lost their last two, including one to the Rockets, who have been a weaker team this season. But the Magic have so many injuries, and that is why this percentage does get a period. And last but not least, who you got? I think Daniel Gafford will be the best player Tonight, because of his shot block ability, he will have three or more blocks and win the game. He put up five blocks against Cleveland, which is now about a week or two ago. And so we didn't know that he can do that. But he is my who you got 
player of the game. Now my projected stat line for him, 16 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal, 3 blocks, and around 72% shooting from the field. Now that is my preview. We have a recap to do, though, and tell me what you guys think. Tell me what you think is going to win. But this recap, boy, oh, boy, what a devastating one. What a devastating one for the Washington Wizards, losing to the Chicago Bulls. And, you know, you just look at it. This, putting up the points wasn't really the problem. They put up 122. They just couldn't stop them. And the Wizards switching on defense of learning is, continues to get worse, uh, not better. And and that's an issue. And they there's always a Bulls player wide open for three, wide open. I'd love to see guys like Davis Carter Pope, um, you know, who was struggling for a stretch now, two back-to-back good games. Uh, guys like Spencer Dimity came back, great game from him. In fact, he was the only one in the starting lineup that had a positive plus-minus. I mean, Greg Monroe. And Greg Monroe, say whatever you want to say about Greg Monroe, uh, how he's not like a starting center or backup or even a backup, whatever. Greg Monroe was getting the job done, and Greg Monroe is a key piece right now, and he's proven that he deserves an NBA spot. 8.7 rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block, plus 12, good efficiency, uh, had one of the best plus-minuses on the team, and second-best uh, plus-minus on the team, and so... Greg Monroe was really bringing a factor. He was setting the screens. He was getting there for rebounds. He's playing the aggressive basketball. And sometimes with the 10-day contract guys, you don't know if they're going to come out there and they're going to play Rusty or if they're going to play like an NBA player. Greg Monroe played like an NBA player, and he totally deserves to get this amount of credit for how he played. And we just look at the Bulls on the other hand. The Zachary team was unbelievable. 27 points, one rebound, three assists, one steal. They turned the ball over a lot, but sort of pretty good plus-minus. And the problem was, they were splitting up Lavie and DeRozan, and the Wizards couldn't stop either of them winning the offense. And that ended up being the difference. DeRozan, he's been having this playmaking factor out of him. Eight assists, along with five rebounds, 15 points. Five of 16 for the field. Uh, that's not good, but in general, it's just a, a, a really, I think, good performance from him overall. And I, I, also, I do want to let you know, I put him in my All-Star starting lineup. If you did not see that, it was one of my recent episodes. Please check that out. I predicted my All-Star starters. But... Um, I'm also going to be reacting to someone's all-star prediction and giving my full ballot. So stay tuned for that. That will be coming up in the next couple of days. I do promise you that. But, um, I mean, yeah, I think in general for the Wizards, you just got to work on your switching. Can't leave as many players up from three, especially with a caliber like Chicago. And I think you got to be better off the timeout. This is something that Scott Brooks did really well. They were great off the timeout. Wes Lontho Jr. is struggling with that so far this season. So I think getting better off the timeout and being able to not allow any open shots. Yes, um, yes, maybe give them, uh, you know, maybe give them an easier two. But make sure that you cannot get beat from deep because they have been doing that a lot this season. They've been getting beat from the three-point area, and eventually that could be a problem. But I think when you look at uh, a team like the Magic now tonight, I think you do know that they are not a three-point shooting team. So you can give them some space. But if they start to knock them down, West Hunter Jr.'s got to be there and be like, all right, guys, we got to adjust. We got we to gotta play them more tight. Hope you guys did enjoy this episode. If you did, subscribe, follow, share, view. I know it is short. Sorry if I'm talking fast. Just really want to get this episode out. Again, just a heartbreaker for me as a Ravens fan. But don't worry. I still love sports. I have a lot of big plans for the new year. And uh, I want to make this podcast as best as possible. Tell me what you guys think of the game tonight. Tell me if, what you think of the recap. Real quick, though, got to give got to give what I thought, uh, my predictions for the fantasy points of what actually happened. I have Rodney Beal getting 50 to 55 fantasy points. He got 41. I had DeMar DeRozan getting 45 to 50 fantasy points. He got 25. I had Zach Levine getting 35 to 40 fantasy points. He got 31. And I had Spencer Dimity getting 30 to 35 fantasy points. He got 33. I did average. I got... 
one right on, one very close, and two off. So, in general, I'm going to give myself an average. Again, hope you guys did enjoy. If you did, subscribe, follow, share, review. Tell me you think is going to win tonight. Tell me what you thought of the Wizards-Bulls game. Um, stay tuned for my all-star, uh, full, my full all-star ballot coming up. And, of course, as always, I'll see you next time. Peace.